Hey fam, welcome to the OKS Husbands Podcast with your hosts Christian and Nick Milovich. Back at it again. Part for back. Do a... <laughs> Two. Whatever. Is that, is that I French? Don't I don't know. Or do you choke? Doing. What? <laughs> a little bit of both. Don't forget to check us out on all our social medias. That's Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook. I believe that's it. Yeah. Four of them. Yeah. So we're hopefully doing better at this point. <laughs> We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, let us know. Hopefully, we're doing better. Let and, us know that uh, means you're interacting with us. And uh, um, you can DM us there, or you can send us an email at okasthusband.nick at gmail.com. Yep. And while you're uh, thinking about us, you can always share us with your friends, whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all those places. You can always give us a download, which is what we really need. And then, uh, you know, listen to it, give it a share. That's pretty cool, too. So that way your friends know. And you can never miss an episode if you subscribe. That is true. That sounds good. All right. All right, let's get on to part two. So this, again, is from medium.com. This is how to become a better husband and father. And that is that our resolution? That maybe? Uh, I don't know. Something like that. We haven't that. done that episode. Yet. All right, let's go part two. <laughs> <laughs> and we were at number six when we left off. So should we recap? Uh, you're going to have to go back and re-listen. We're not going to go through it all. But number one was... Keep improving your career. Number two is be respectful of your spouse's time. Help out with chores around the house. Ask for help from family and friends. And delegate responsibilities. And that brings us to number six. Which is where we're at now. And it says, say I love you often. Aww. The world is full of men who are just not good guys. And their children and wives pay a huge price for their neglect. I think that's generalizing a little bit. Yeah, I do too. I don't don't know if that's true or not. I don't know many of those just... What do they call them? Just not good guys. Right. I will say between dad and I, mm-hmm. like there's a spoken word that we love each other, but we don't tell each other that very often. That's true. That's true. I'd say it's probably true between you and I. I mean, I tell you I love you at the end of every podcast, but. Right. I mean, that's, I, I think between guys, there's that like spoken bond that, you know, yeah, we love mm-hmm. you, but we don't have to say it. Mm-hmm. But to my wife and kids, I say it all the time. Right. Yeah. I don't know who who would follow this, this so-called not good guys, but the people that I travel around with, I don't I don't think this is happening. But I do agree, the people that you love, you should tell them that you love them. Yeah. I don't think it's just wife and kids. Right? And, and even more so, show them you love them. I showed my wife. She laughed at me. <laughs> I put that one up on a tee, didn't I? <laughs> Showed it. it. It's saying here, saying I love you often can help us to better demonstrate our love for our spouse and our kids. There's no shortages of I love you. I don't hang up the kid, phone with the kids ever without saying I love you. I actually finish almost all my texts to my kids with I love you. I, mine too. I, I don't know if I always finish my text with Emily with I love you, but that's also a lot of fucking texts. Like We text a lot, especially when we're at work. I don't finish every one of them with her, but I Probably always make sure. You know, if it's like if I'm, hey, I'm heading here, I love you. But when it's just you know, the normal back and forth of, Hey, you know, kids need the haircut or, you know, whatever. Right. Like I don't, not on every one of them. Can you but. grab some milk on the way home and actually right. come back home? <laughs> don't go out for milk, <laughs> but no, I'll concur with number six. Tell people you love, them. Right. tell the people that live in your house that you love them and don't stop. And it's not just your house, your family, your, I mean, even with your friends. Yeah, I've been telling Dad that I love him more often here lately, and he always seems a little surprised by it. He's old. (laughs) Number seven says, play with your kids. 
dads should strive to play with their kids more often. Yeah. Young children learn best through play, kind of mm-hmm. like puppies. It's how they communicate, socialize, problem solve, and develop important life skills that will help them succeed in school, in relationships, and in their careers. I mean, I try. I can't keep up with him anymore. That It's getting more and more <laughs> difficult to keep up. Like, Ian is very active. I'm not jumping on a scooter now. No? No. That shit ain't happening anymore. You don't want to break a hip? No. Like, I have learned. I heard, uh, oh, gosh, what's his name? Tom Segura the other day talking about decommissioned athletes. So my brain believes I can still do things that I physically can't do anymore. Okay. And he says that's a lot of the reason why he suffered his injuries. He thought he could just dunk on a nine and a half foot rim because he used to be able to do that. But he's a decommissioned athlete. Okay. And I think there's some truth to that. Not that I was a super athlete at any one point in my life. Right. But I'm definitely decommissioned from what I could do. I used to be able to do a toe touch when I was a cheerleader. I about ripped my hamstring off 10 years ago trying to do a toe touch in the backyard to prove it to Emily. And that was 10 years ago. I- I used to Maybe be more. very, very flexible. I'm not very flexible anymore. And that's my body is just like, hey, you're not that flexible anymore. Yeah, you're no, not supposed I, to do the splits. I, I Turning my head. I think <laughs> that's part of my problem right now is it's like my body tensing up. Yeah. You know, that's why I got this pain when I stand up is it's something changed in my body that it's not as rubbery as it used to be. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, they say lifting weights for bone density and yoga for stretchability is so important when you hit your mid-40s. So I should have maybe taken that more seriously. I've debated on taking up yoga. Why not? Um, The only thing I other than it sucks. I've talked to people that have, you know, that are like teachers and things of it, and they're like, don't start with hot yoga. I don't want to ever do hot (laughs) yoga. (laughs) Right. When I'm putting my head near my ankles, that's already hot enough. That's, I'm sweating when that happens. I'm absolutely, but yes, I want to play with my kids. Like I love playing catch with Eli, even though I have a shoulder problem. And sometimes I have to have Ian throw it back to him a few times before I can get my shoulder loosened up enough to do it. That is something I cherished with our dad was playing catch, and he never right. told me no when I wanted to play I catch. I don't think he ever told either of us no on anything. That may have changed us. <laughs> Maybe we heard no a little more often well i hear plenty from my wife so i got that going for me but yeah if what you can when they start playing sports that you can't like ian's gonna be a long distance runner your wife might be able to go for a run with him but he just talks and talks and talks to me while we're running and i'm like he's like you're going too slow dad let's go (laughs) yeah he actually said to me during a thanksgiving run one time are we gonna go this slow the whole time Yep, this is my high speed, dude. <laughs> this is what I got. But absolutely play around with them. I like to play the PlayStation every once in a while. Ian and I have our own island on um, on Minecraft. So we've got that that we play every once in a while. You should totally. I just wish my kids got more into sports when they were younger. Mine weren't into sports when they were younger. Yeah. Or at least sports that I knew. Well, I felt like we forced our kids to play sports. Like, Ian hated baseball, so he changed to soccer, but was like, we were telling him he needed to play soccer. I don't know that he really ever wanted to. Yeah, I did. You did? Okay, that's good to know. <laughs> well, and that's, you know, that's my kids played soccer, but when they're in that, those younger years, you don't really learn soccer. That's true. Even at, you know, in middle school soccer, when Leah was playing, I really didn't understand soccer. She got to high school. I completely know the game now. 
But that's like, you know, like I told Leah, I said, it's a whole different ball game going from middle school to high school. Yeah. And then from high school to college and college to pro, like it's all different ball games, even though it's the same sport. Definitely from high school to college and college to pro, yeah, you're talking about the best 1% of people become starters. Well, I think for from middle school to high school, it's the top 5% become your stars, your your starter players. And then for the rest, it's the top 1% of those people play professionally or go to the Olympics or something like that. So you're talking about less than half percent of your middle school people even being able to play in high school. So, And then you have people like my daughter that take on diving this year. Yeah. And isn't far off from what you see juniors and seniors doing. Yeah. And I looked at her and I'm like, hey, if you want to take this serious, like we found a camp just on the north side of Indianapolis that she could go to, like a five-week-long yeah. camp. It was going to cost us about 3500 bucks to send her there. <sighs> and she's like, no, it's not during season. I don't give a shit. Like, Wow. Like, as good as you are, like, <laughs> you can make something of this. Right, right. Yeah, I don't know what the rest of Indiana is like as far as diving goes, but, like, I dated high school swimmers, and I remember girls diving was never a big deal in northern Indiana. So, based on what I have read, like, Indianapolis, it's huge. Is it? Boys and girls diving. Okay. And that's, you know, so, but this camp is also done by the 2020, was it, yeah, the 2020 diving coach, the Olympics diving coach. Okay. He's the guy that owns this place. Oh, okay. So that's, I was like, what better person to go learn right, from? Right. You know, if he sees something, yeah, you, you could a good chance of getting Northern into the Indiana right because I remember when I was in high school, there was one Mishawaka school diver who was really, really good, and she ended up with a scholarship to go dive in college. I don't know what she did with it. Well, it's I mean, there's not a whole lot other than Olympics and some World Cup. I think things that they do for diving right, too, but right. But I don't know if she capitalized on the scholarship or what she did with it because. Well, as Leah said to me, she goes, I don't know if I want to do this in college. I go, if it's going to pay for it, you will. Right. I mean, right. it doesn't make sense because that money that we have saved for you then becomes just pocket money for you. Yeah, but at that point, you know what? Like where where our oldest kids are at is there's not a whole lot I can do to play the sports with him right. anymore. Like we had to hire Eli a hitting coach so that way he has a better chance of making the varsity squad. Or being a starter on JV this year right. instead of coming off the bench like he did last year. Oh, so it's getting hard. Like the things I have to do to play is like my singing monsters. I have to <laughs> create a island on my singing monsters to play with the kids. Like right. That's I. I started Snapchatting with my daughter because that's the only way she communicates with her friends oh, now. Good idea. So. Good idea. Number eight says communication, communication, communication. One of the most important skills. For fathers and husbands is possessing a good communication. If you cannot communicate effectively with your spouse, it may be difficult to resolve issues, feelings, and connect it. Hmm. <laughs> we didn't even time that. <laughs> For sure. Okay. My effective communication is not the same as her effective communication. Correct. And that's... What I find as an issue, she doesn't find as an issue. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when I communicate mine, I'm just an idiot. Yeah. Or yeah, no, I got I'm being petty at or whatever it is. I, yeah, we were having issues with communication the other day because I told her she was choosing a battle that was unnecessary to fight. 
with you kids or what the kids okay yeah i was like i was like why are you choosing this battle right now like this this is a small thing we're on break like i think it was something about staying up late she was like they need to go to bed you need to shut their phones off at this time and i'm like why are we choosing that battle right Right. now you know if it's next week when they go back different right different but why are we choosing that battle right now that's that's what happens in our house all the time is i'm like you know i get called good cop because i don't put up the battles for dumb shit right or what i find dumb shit Right. You know, I don't care what how my kids talk around me. I know Lauren's a little more picky about it. But if they want to say a swear word around me, I don't care. Right. As long as it's used properly and you're not just doing it because. Abusing language. Right. right. But, it, you know, if it benefits it, you know, if it, 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 I mean, I want them to be their true selves. So I don't pick as many battles as their mom does. Right. And that's just, you know, that's why I think I have a little bit better communication with my kids than my wife does. Yeah. You know, now my daughter goes to worry about girl stuff, you know, boys and other stuff like that, which sure. makes sense to me. Right. I, come to me. I'm giving you the boy's point of view. I'm, right. It's all we know. Right. That's Eli and I have a pretty good line of communication going right now, but there are still times that he's acting so immature, like he's acting younger than Graham and Ian do. And I have a hard time really communicating with him then because I'll say, Dude, I need you to grow up. I need you to be more mature right now. And then he's like, and like, why is he missing that communication? Like, typically. And then you see a South Park uh, TikTok that does the same thing. You start laughing. I probably would. But. (laughs) (laughs) So that's, I introduced Leah the other day. I told her there's a kid on, a boy on the boy swim team. They call him Ike. Uh Uh-huh. And all I think of every time I hear Ike is, kick the baby. (laughs) So I introduced her to that the other day, and that's all she thinks now when she hears his name. You know what I think is another piece? It says communicate, 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 but you know what helps communication a lot? Actually listening. Correct. I think listening is more important than communicating. Sometimes. For both sides. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Like, Sometimes. You communicate what you need to. I listen. You know, And that's like Lauren will look at me at times and be like, are you not going to say anything? Like, I'm processing this. Give me a minute. Yeah. Like, I don't, need, I don't feel I need to respond immediately. Yeah, I mean, if you want my gut response, you're probably not going to like it. Right, and while we're on that, going to the next one, yeah. I don't agree with it at all. Okay. Apologize even if it what isn't your fault. Sticky. That's hard for me That's to do. Sticky. I will apologize when it's my fault 100%. You know, men are, it says men are included to be self-centered. While that trait isn't inherently bad... It can create problems in relationships when actions or words hurt their partners. Yeah. Even when they aren't trying, men should apologize for unintentionally unintentional comments and acts, even if those words or actions seem like no big deal. This goes both ways, right? Like, that is one of the problems is I'm actually pretty good at saying I'm sorry. Emily, not so much. And I think she'd admit to that. I think if she was sitting here right now, she would tell you, She's not good at sorry. Her way of saying sorry is like she makes my favorite dinner when I get home the night after a fight. Like, And that's like implied. Oh, mine becomes pity sex. <laughs> or that. And then yeah, I don't want totally, it. Totally. Yes. <laughs> There's nothing worse than pity sex. And that's not an apology. No, but our wives use it as one. It, it, they do. They do from time to time. All right, so. fine. Like, no, I, I don't want it. All right, fine. I yeah yeah or pretend like you're into it until we're done and then you're like that was for you okay that feels gross (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, no, I'm going to go ahead and keep that one in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Wow, we're almost through this stuff. Yeah. So number 10 is focus on your own needs, too. I have. I like this one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this is what I thought it was at first. Okay. Because at first I thought, yeah, I you know, I take matters into my own hands quite a bit. I'm, <laughs> but it says, sure, you're happy to see your kids off to school, play baseball, or the amazing contraption they built in minecraft which i minecraft blows my mind i don't know it at all but but it's also important to focus on your own needs too the time you spend at work isn't just something that provides you your for your family it's an essential part of keeping yourself healthy find ways to take better care of yourself which that to me is my mental let me play on my phone sure keep to myself and I think it's also this time. I mean, this is kind of therapy-ish to me from time to time. The fact that we can pretty openly talk to one another and complain about some of the things that we experience as dads and fathers. But also, we're making time to be with each other, which is a big thing for me. So, I say one of the things I've realized in doing this is it's not just my house. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not just your house. Yeah, I mean, everybody that's come on. Yeah. All have pretty much the same type of stories, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Whether it's somebody who's like Isaac, the age of Eli. <laughs> or it's Noah, who's just a few years behind us, but right. he's experiencing the same things. Or, I mean, Simon came on. Right. And, I mean, it sounds like no matter what race, religion, you know, part of this country you're from. Right. Yeah. Because he's from New York. Right. He's from New York. Uh, Isaac's from California. I mean, Noah and us are from around here. But, I mean, when you look through, it's a lot of the same stuff that it's You're know, right. obviously common. You're right. And that not feeling alone has been a huge part of that and helping me focus on my needs a little bit. Right. Because I realize, hey, you know what? I bet you they're going through the same shit. So when I bring it up, they'll understand it. But you know what? I'm still going to put it aside if they have a need. We've had how many weeks to record podcasts, but because there were so many family things going on and so many other needs, right. we didn't do it. Right. So we still will put aside I number mean, 10. We could have had 75 episodes recorded right <laughs> we could, now. We could have easily had the first quarter of a year done <laughs> between our last two recordings. And this is important to me because I do like it. It is my, my uh, just log into my phone and be dumb time. I will say, though... At times, I wish people would reach out to us and give it because it's a yes, pain absolutely. in the ass trying to come up with topics. Right. Like, I love doing this, but it, I mean, you know, that's when Graham's like, can we have the kids on again? I go, what do you want to talk about? Right. Well, that's what you guys come up with. No, no, that's, that, right. I hate doing that. We've done that for and, two years. And then after I said that to him, he <laughs> thought about it and he went, you know, I think that, you know, so, you know, the episode that, you know, when they're wearing theirs. Right. Or just you know, aired. When the younger boys are on again, <laughs> you, you'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. So, help us out. You know, while we're doing this, if there's something you want us to talk about or if you want to be our guest, you can do that. Send Nick an email. It's a singular. I know we're the okayest husbands, but he's okayesthusband.nick at gmail.com. Or you can send that message on to any of our social medias. So, you can absolutely do that. But I want to ask you one more question before we wrap this one up since we need a few more minutes anyway. What's your big takeaway from this 10? 
of becoming a better father and husband. In doing some, I'll call it soul searching while we're talking about this, Mm -hmm. I need to help out around the house a little bit more. Okay. Maybe be a little more active with my kids. Okay. You know, because Graham, you know, they want to just play on their phones. Right. And we'll just sit in a room together. And Lauren doesn't like that. We'll just sit in a room together and play on our phones because we're all playing something different. Yeah. We're like, you guys all play the same game. Well... My singing monsters, but you don't have to play it at the same time. Where you could turn on what is your TV game? Oh, Jackbox. Jackbox, and you all like playing that, so which is what we did, you know, for New Year's. That's nice. Wait, what? That's nice. You could do that. That's a good one. I like that. So you recognized a couple things that you think you could do. Hmm. Now I only need my wife to listen to this to hear me say that. <laughs> because. Being willing to do it is half the battle. Whether right. it happens or not doesn't matter. I mean, that's like possession is what, nine-tenths of the law? <laughs> that's right. It's, that's it's right. mentally in my possession. Yeah. And and I, maybe I was being selfish about it because like my big takeaway was this does still have to go both ways. We don't want to ignore the fact that, yes, I need to be a good husband and father, it also shouldn't all fall to me to make sure that our family is functioning well. But I think that's where the old, I'll call it traditions, because I don't know mm-hmm. a better word for it. That's where the old traditions come in that are still held on to that we were talking about. Yeah. That, that's one of them that, you know, the, you know it's, the man will figure it out. Right. He'll make it happen. Which is why I'm working three jobs. Like, I'm trying to figure out, I'm trying to make it happen. Can you really call the PA announcing a job? I mean, I get paid for it. Okay. I mean, I, I get one check at the end of the year. Oh. <laughs> you know, and it is a time that I bond with Eli because he's playing the music right next to me and we chat during the game about what he should play next based off of what's going on in the game because I told him there's there's music. He's the DJ for the games. So there's music that's like it's a first quarter timeout song. It could be just about anything. Because it's first quarter. It's not right. hype yet. But when you get to the end of the game, and they had two games in the last uh, last three home games that went to overtime, and they had to fight back in one of them and then had a big lead they blew, which meant you got to be hype heading into overtime. And so playing the right song at that moment is really, really important to the audience, the crowd, and getting everybody involved in the game. Okay, my better perspective takeaway is I think I'm doing a pretty good job with Ian and Eli. I think I need to take more time for Carly. Okay. I think I'm missing some connection moments with her. She's in a good place right now, and she has really good friends, but I feel like I'm missing something with her. We're not communicating like we used to. Okay. Not that anything's bad, but I think I need to make more time for my daughter. All right. I mean, my life revolves around my wife. I feel like mine's drifting away from her just because of my the wife? way we are. <laughs> yes. No, that I feel, you know, like we're kind of separating some. And I think it's because we've got such a focus on the kids. Yeah. There's a very heavy focus on our kids right now. That I think with the, because of everything they're involved in between swim club, swim team. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. You know, it's we don't have a lot of time to ourselves and yeah, you know, it was one of the things I did right before Christmas is I looked at Lauren. I go, I want to take you out to a nice dinner. Yeah. She's like, I don't, you know, she hates going out to dinner. Luckily we ended up going to render. Yeah. Which is a customer of mine. They treated me very, very well that day. (laughs) Made it nice. Yeah. 
I mean, we had a very nice dinner, and they saved us a ton of money. Nice. So nice. That's a good thing. Yeah. Because we need to save a ton of money at my house right now. <laughs> That's her. I'm asking for help from friends, and and I had friends help out, like friends I didn't expect to help out helped out, just because I mentioned that something bad was happening. So I am appreciative. You mean like a stove going up. Yeah. Yeah. You're exactly right. <laughs> Exactly right. And people stepped up and helped out and we got our stove back working. Now, not in time to make Christmas cookies because it went out right in the middle of Emily making Christmas cookies. You know, we don't live far. She could have said, hey, heat that up. And yeah, I know. I know. But I mean, cooking Christmas cookies in your own ovens, there's something different about it. But at least you could have decorated them and ate them. That's true. That's true. But you know, unlikely people will step up from time to time. And I think that's that's the other takeaway. I want to make more time for Carly because I'm having time with Eli. I also teaching him to drive and then the basketball games, the extra games. Um, and Ian demands my attention a lot of times and I just give it to him where Carly's not demanding it right now. And I think I need to take that time. But also be willing to go out and ask for a little bit more help because we need a little bit more right now. Well, and I think for a lot of people, like it's weird for them to do that because I think about when we were in college and the uh, people eater that lived next door to us. Yeah. Which if people can go back, they can hear the episode about that. <laughs> um, I've told that story to people before and they go, why wouldn't they have just went to the store? Uh-huh. And that's the mentality now, though, is like, instead of asking for help, you just go right. take care of it. Right. Instead of, you know, how many times growing up to, hey, you got a cup of sugar I could borrow? You know, right. your mom and dad talking to some, or mom talking to somebody. Yeah. Hey, you know, you got a stick of butter I can get from you? Like, you right. don't hear of that anymore. You're right. It's like, oh, shit, we don't have this. I'll run to the store real quick. Okay. Even though we've at, I've mentioned and gotten some help. And we maybe need a little bit more. I need to come out and ask then. Because my pride's still getting in the way of me asking for help from time to time. I'm 46 years old. I don't feel like I should have to ask for help. Yeah. Depends what it is. Yeah. All right. Pretty maybe deep. not funny. but <laughs> Pretty deep. But uh, maybe real. Right. Real feedback. So. All right, man. Well, that's 10 things we could do to be better dads and fathers. And we might do them. Like I said, possessions nine tenths of the law. <laughs> but you know, if you want to, you know, connect with us, you can connect with us on our social medias: Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. Sounds right. The last two are a question, um, or you can email me at okayesthusband.nick at gmail.com. That again is okayesthusband.nick at gmail.com. And if you're hearing this right now, please don't forget wherever you're listening. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Addicts, Buzzsprout, wherever that may be, please give us a download, subscribe so you never miss an episode, and then share it with your friends. Tell people about the okayest husbands because we have a good time here and we would like to extend our family, our podcast family, and add you and other people to it. So Give us a download, subscribe, and share, and email us or DM us. Let us know what you want to hear us talk about because we have a whole nother year to get through, and we could use some help with some topics. Gotta go, Buffalo. Love you, man. <laughs>